0: Welcome to the Christian Education Podcast. My name is Paul Matthews and today what we've got lined up is another in our From the Pen series. That's where I take bits and pieces I've written on the topic of Christian education and record them as a podcast for you to listen to. The reason I do this is actually the same reason I started this podcast in the first place. No one is a bigger believer in the power and the might of the written word than me. I, I love writing, I want to get better at writing, but I'm also aware people don't have that much time to read. People, on the other hand, do have a lot of time to listen. So that's why I started the podcast, and that's why I think it's important that uh, if I'm writing things, they're also available in a form that's going to suit as many different people as possible. Now, this article today was originally published in the Gospel Coalition Australia, and it's entitled, Mission-Minded, Try Christian Education. Now, those of you who have listened to the discussion I had with Jacob Skirker, this is the article I was talking about in that conversation, that I wasn't sure whether or not it was going to make it out by the time I released that episode. Well, it's safe to say it well and truly did not make it out in time. However, if you've listened to that episode, much of what I say here will be familiar to you. That was a sort of intellectual water I was swimming in as I was having that discussion with Skirka. Um, so if you, if you hear this, that conversation will make more sense. If you've heard that conversation, then this article will make a lot of sense too. They're quite complementary. Ultimately, I pray that this article serves to further the cause of Christian education. I'm hoping there are people out there who are figuring out where they want to spend their time and energy in their life. Perhaps they've got an element of gospel dissatisfaction at this current point, and they're looking for, in the words of the article, a higher value gospel proposition. Well, I hope that if there are people in that circumstance, they are able to consider Christian education and, Lord willing, become a Christian teacher who's able to shape, nurture and nourish young people for the rest of their working life. Hi, just me again here. I'm editing this podcast now. I realise there are some points in this episode where it sounds like I am in a well-populated aviary. And although it seemed quite quiet outside, maybe it was because I was concentrating on reading, uh, also there is a presence of some power tools in the background. Now, I was thinking about re-recording it, then I thought, you know what is in vogue these days uh, being real and authentic you know just giving a just giving an earnest insight into your life so uh, rather than re-record enjoy this real and authentic journey into the soundscape of my saturday afternoon mission-minded try christian education Whether you're an investment banker, a first home buyer or on Gumtree trying to break into the second hand bike market. You're searching for one thing, a high value proposition. You want your dollar to work for you, you want bang for buck. No one wants to spend a lot and get a little in return. Yet as many Christian workers look at their career, it can be discouraging. Opportunities to witness come infrequently. Workplace cultures can be bleakly secular or even hostile. Even when the gospel seed is diligently scattered, it seems to always be landing on a concrete path. For some Christians, the ready-made answer to this state of affairs is vocational ministry or long-term mission work. And all glory to God for this, the world needs missionaries and ministers. Yet there are other high return options closer to home in Christian education, a field rich with gospel fertility. While there are many more I could list beyond these, let me give you three reasons why Christian education should be part of the equation for those seeking more fertile soil. Firstly, it's a common mistake to think that Christian educators only educate Christian students. While there are some Christian schools that only accept enrollments from Christian families, these represent a minority. Most Christian schools have between 30 to 80% Christian families, leaving a large percentage of their school population unbelieving children from unbelieving families. To put that in perspective, as a Christian educator, I get to engage with, pray for, and witness to more unbelieving youth in a day than I did in a year as a youth group coordinator. There are more non-Christian families at the average school assembly than most of the evangelistic church services I have been to. As a Christian educator, you'll have more gospel opportunities than you have time to take them, a truly blessed problem to have. Secondly, you'll be striking while the iron is hot. Striking while the iron is hot is crucial because it's hot iron that's most malleable. A cooling iron and an ageing person have this in common. They grow resistant to change. While not on the level of a Newtonian law, it is still true that most of the time, People are most impressionable when they're young. The student is a hot iron. Schools are in the business of forming people and a Christian school is where the fire of the Holy Spirit and the hammer of the gospel are used to form students daily. The school student is in arguably the most formative stage of their life. An out loud Christian life and clear Christian thinking are powerful gospel influences amongst a cohort of young people who are still figuring out who they want to be. And thirdly, there is a need. In one of his recent sermons at Tasmania's Challenge Conference, Pastor Des Smith argued that the way Christians decide where they spend their vocational time and energy is not necessarily passion or interest. The Christian asks themselves where the need is. He argued that just as Christ himself came not to be served but to serve, so the Christians figure out where they want to work based on the needs of others. There is a need for Christian teachers, a big one. And while stakeholders are working to preserve a Christian school's right to require Christian faith in their staff, it's actually dangerously close to becoming a moot point, as principals and school boards find it increasingly difficult to fill vacant positions. We need more Christian teachers. This essay is not a call for Christians to shut up shop and enter education en masse. We want and need Christian plumbers, lawyers and government employees to continue to witness in their workplace. However, if you think you're in the throes of some divinely delivered discontent, if you're yearning for a higher value gospel proposition, then I urge you to consider Christian education. I'm not saying it's always the answer. I am saying it should be part of the question. All right. <laughs>